Like Bob on Facebook at facebook.com slash Live. Well, here is another parent getting involved in the educational system. Uh, this one in Oregon. Um, I, I dealt with this story, but I I dealt with it very, very briefly, and I hope very tactfully because of the, well, because of the subject matter. Back in August of last year, August of 2021, the Oregon legislature, and again, I, I even I apologize for dealing with this, but, but this is what's going on in our schools. So we can't put our head in the sand. August of last year, the Oregon legislature passed and the governor signed the menstrual Dignity Act. It uh, required, required, forced schools in the state of Oregon to provide free tampons in all bathrooms for both genders by 2023. Tampons. In boys' bathrooms. Yeah. No, no, no. no. It's a state law. By 2023, every school in the state of Oregon has to provide free tampon dispensers in the girls' bathrooms and in the um, boys' One of the sponsors of the legislation, Democratic State Representative. I am so shocked that this is a Democrat sponsoring this legislation. Said, and I quote, As we know, there's a lot of our youth who don't identify as female or male or are transitioning genders. We wanted to respect that and make sure we provide these resources in all restrooms for folks who may be struggling to transition to a different restroom. Well, there have been all kinds of protests. Uh, Girls in the schools have protested their safety. They're afraid that the guys are going to start using the boys' restrooms and so forth. Well, a mother in Oregon has gone to court, and she is fighting the Menstrual Dignity Act that is to be fully implemented by next year. They are giving schools a little bit of time to install the the dispensers and so forth. She is going to court to fight it because it's a waste of taxpayer monies. Her petition to the court states it is a misuse of funds to provide tampons in the boys' restroom. Uh, If she has any success, she may, because she's fighting it, not from the moral angle, 
because it would seem that the legislature in Oregon has no morality or common sense any longer. Maybe the financial aspect. Anyway, um, we'll keep an eye on that. But can you imagine the absolute insanity of that? Leg- this is this is legislation voted on House of Representatives, the Senate, and signed into law by the governor. If you look in the dictionary under insanity, that law must be used as an illustration. Oh, my goodness. Now, uh, quickly to the uh, abortion debate. I warned you yesterday, be very, very cautious of emotional, hysterical stories about this abortion, that abortion, this individual, that individual. We are going to start hearing about back alley abortions with clothes hangers. We haven't heard those for years and years, but we're going to hear those again. And it is very probable that most of those stories, like the supposed 10-year-old girl who was raped here in Ohio and had to go to Indiana to get an abortion, it is very probable that there is no truth to them. Because, again, may I remind you, The liberal left does not care about fact or truth, but their agenda. And they honestly are convinced that their agenda is so important that a little bit of lying, a little bit of deception is okay. It's fine. Uh, And whether I should get into this or not, but it's similar to Muslim theology. In Islam, it is perfectly fine to lie as long as you have a good purpose in mind and the lying is to deal with the infidels. It is fine. If you don't believe me, please check it out. In Islamic theology, lying, deception is fine. It's okay. Allah doesn't care if your lying is for a good purpose, to honor Allah, then you can lie, distort, cheat. It, it's, it's okay. Well, that's very similar to leftist morality. They are convinced that their agenda is so important that if they have to lie, deceive, exaggerate, it's justified because the end justifies the means. Here is the latest illustration of this. AOC, you know, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, tweeted out, uh, I think this was yesterday, that um, a woman who is suffering from uh, ectopic pregnancy most of you know what an ectopic pregnancy is. Uh, a, 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 well, it's not a false pregnancy. It's a genuine pregnancy, but in the wrong place uh, in the woman's anatomy. And uh, almost always, in fact, maybe always, results in the death of the fetus. The fetus doesn't develop. 
uh, etc. Well, AOC and the liberal left are spreading rumors that a woman with an ectopic pregnancy will not be treated in states where there are abortion laws, like the heartbeat bill here in Ohio or in Texas or in Mississippi. Uh, They will not be treated because it would be against the law for a physician to treat an ectopic pregnancy. And if they would travel to another state to get treatment for an ectopic pregnancy, they could be arrested and thrown in prison. Now, is there any truth to that whatsoever? None. Zero, zip, zilch, nada. There is not one shred of proof or evidence. She uh, issued the tweet in response to uh, Chief Justice, or not Chief Justice, Justice Brett Kavanaugh being chased out of a restaurant in Washington, D.C. by abortion supporters. For his own safety and the safety of his family, he had to be ushered out of the restaurant, out through a back door. And Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez thought that was funny, and by the way, justified. She said, poor guy, he left before his souffle because he decided half the country should risk death if they have an ectopic pregnancy within the wrong state lines. Um, again, is there even a shred of truth to her claim? No. But it is a claim being made by many on the left. Will the news media expose that as a blatant lie, a distortion? Probably not. They'll give them—no, no, no. They'll give them a pass. So please be careful of abortion stories because you're going to hear some doozies, some whoppers, in order to push their agenda to kill unborn children. It is an obsession with the left— All right, quick break. We'll be back. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. Did you ever hear some guy on the radio make an outrageous statement like, you know, when we get on the other side of this whole COVID thing, we're going to look back and realize that almost everything we were told was wrong. Yeah, some nut job, some fanatic on radio has said that from the whole beginning of this thing. Well, maybe that's not so fanatical after all, because... Well, almost everything we have heard is proving to be wrong. Uh, about the, the, the COVID vaccine, 
And again, I want to make it clear, I am not an anti-vaxxer. I am not. Joy and I are vaccinated, and we've gotten one booster. Now, the question is, will we get another booster? Uh, Probably not. But do you remember what we were told when the vaccines first rolled out? You get that jab in the arm, you're safe. You will not get COVID. Not only will you not get COVID, you will not pass it on to others. Uh, Was that true? No. Absolutely, positively, no. But that's what we were told. We were told, you're safe. Just get the jab, get the shot, you're safe. Now, I think there is evidence, particularly for people my age, uh, the shot does not keep you from getting it. Uh, but it prevents you from getting it seriously. I think it reduces the severity. And I do believe that. And I think I have evidence of that, scientific, provable evidence. Uh, For young people, no. And I've said this many times, and this is your decision. If I was 30, 35 years old, no way I'm getting the shot. Nope, not me. Uh, And I think it is... I think it's almost child abuse to give the shots to three-year-olds, two-year-olds. For a whole lot of reasons, I've dealt with that before. I'm not going to go into it now. Uh, But then we found out, well, none of those things were actually true. Uh, You can and probably will still get COVID. And if you get the vaccine, you may be more likely to pass it on to other people than if you didn't get it. Now, that's still debatable, but it seems like there's pretty good evidence out there that if you get the vaccine, uh, it doesn't keep you from getting it. It may be less severe, hopefully, but you can still pass it on. And maybe you'll pass it on more likely than someone who is not vaccinated. Again, there is debate over that. And then came the boosters. Well, the booster, that could be permanent, you know, that... Well, then, no, it won't be permanent. It, um, But it, it could last a year. Well, this is from NBC in New York from today. Headline. Again, this is NBC New York. This is not some conspiracy site or some anti-vax site. Headline. COVID boosters might be less than 20% effective after just a few months. Can I read that to you again? COVID boosters might be less than 20% effective just after a few months. Quote, COVID booster shots appear to be less than 20% effective against infection with the Omicron variant of the virus just a few months after the booster is given, a new study found this week. Over just a few minutes, the effectiveness, quote, wanes quickly. Again, quoting, Booster doses were found to restore the VE vaccine effectiveness to levels comparable to those acquired soon after administration of the second dose. However, a fast decline of booster VE, vaccine effectiveness, against Omicron was observed, 
with less than 20% VE against infection and less than 25% VE against symptomatic disease at nine months from the booster administration. Overall, the researchers found that nine months after administration, two two doses of a vaccine were less than 5% effective at stopping a symptomatic Omicron infection. Can I repeat that? Researchers found that nine months after administration, two doses of the vaccine were less than 5% effective at stopping a symptomatic Omicron infection, and three doses were no more than 22% effective. I, I pass that along purely as a public service to help you make decisions about getting the shot and getting the booster. Do your own research and make decisions based on fact, not emotion, and not on what you read in the media. We'll be back 